Welcome to Tabletops and Travelers, your one-stop shop for shopping and roleplay. We actually have some great news before we get into our recap, and have some fantastic people partnering with us for some affiliate programs and discount codes. Be sure to check out the show notes section for links to Skull Splitter Dice and Adam's Family Gaming, complete with discount codes. But now, a quick recap with one of the characters. Hey, fellow travelers, it's your, it's your boy Lazlo, here to narrate a brief portion of the story of my knighthood. On last week's installment, we learned that I really lack social skills, spatial awareness, and spent way too much time shopping again. Once I met some people that I'm definitely taller than, uh, we totally hit the road and started the long and hard journey towards the tiny village that we need to beef up with all this gold. Thankfully, I noticed a hunting party following us, but I kept it to myself so as not to spook the others. Will we bash them? Will we smash them? Will we pass them? Stay tuned to find out on this week's episode of Tabletops and Travelers. Hey everybody, this is Arthur Wright. I am the Torturer of Players, also known as the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Taylor, and I'm playing Zephyr the Tiefling Rogue. Hi everybody, my name is Rachel Bloom, and I am playing an Aladrin bard named Aspen. Hi everybody, my name is Larry Norris, and I play Lysmo Dinklecog, the Gnome Barbarian. So when we last left our heroes here, you guys were just about to be attacked by, uh, by a group of Sahagwen. They got your initiatives all rolled, and we're going to start the encounter. So what you see, uh, so in this forest, uh, coming out of various parts of the forest, uh, some trees over here to like the east, uh, some trees up in front, and uh, behind you, you've got all these Sahagwens. These are... These are these lizard-like kind of murloc-esque, aren't they? They kind of look a little, if you don't know what a sahagwen looks like, it kind of looks a lot like a, uh... yeah, and little, what are the horses? The little, dang it, why am I blanking on what that word is? Like a kelpie? Seahorses? Seahorse, like a seahorse. Ah, like the seahorse <laughs> has like the, how they have like the weird little wings and the ears kind of like, and they're kind of shaped all, you know, mm-hmm. like that. That's kind of what the features of like the sahagwen are. They have like those kind of features. They're not like scaly like lizard men. They're more like uh, like a shark skin kind of kind of a thing. Um, but they are a lizard ish, fish lizardish kind of creature. So they definitely um, they're going to get some first attacks here, and then uh, we're going to hop right into. <laughs> they were going to surprise you. Surprise. Okay. Kind of comes up out of the water onto the side of the bank. Uh, and well, Lysmo's right, right there. So I guess we'll attack Lysmo. Ooh, I think an eight, an eighteen is probably a hit. Yes. So he comes up. He's got a harpoon. So he's got this harpoon, which is your typical, you know, big barbed end of it. It's all metal. It's got a ring around the back of it, and it does, in fact, have a have a rope attached to it. Uh, and he he hurls this harpoon up, sticks it into Lysmo, uh, and Lysmo, you take uh, three points of damage. And then he starts pulling you towards him. So you need to give me a strength check. What the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> I not won. Oh, no. So, so he pulls you off of the wagon, and then you kind of land on the bridge, because this bridge, you know, it has, like, the side walls that are probably about two feet tall, uh, maybe three three feet tall. Um, 
So he kind of pulls you off, and you kind of fall off the wagon. You hit there, and you take an extra two points of damage from being pulled off off the wagon. Ooh. But he still has this harpoon in you, and he still is kind of like pulling on it. Um, the second one hops up on top of the bridge, uh, and he's going to throw a harpoon and try and get... Does a 12 hit Zephyr? It does not. Okay, so he, he gets this harpoon, and he's got his little rope, too, right? He's got about... So they, they both look like they have a small coil of, like, maybe 20, 25 feet of rope or so. Uh, and he hucks this harpoon, and it, thunk, it sticks right into the wagon, like, right underneath your feet. Like, he was trying to go for you, but he threw too low and stuck it in the wagon. Probably just missed the, like, driver who, like, ducked, ducked out of the way. And then the last one... Oh, he does not do so well. So he tries to, he tries to climb up over the... Over the get over the uh, wagon or the the bridge, and he does not do a very good job at it. He's like trying to scramble up over the bridge, and he's not doing a very good job at it. So he's going to still get an attack, but he's going to be at disadvantage on his attack, and he's going to attack Aspen. Uh huh. Oh, and he gets a five, a seven, a seven. I assume that that misses Aspen. Yeah. So that one again, like the harpoon kind of. Yeah, that one just he's he looks. Like he's doing something completely wrong here. He's he's cr- barely scrambling up over the over the bridge. He throws the harpoon, just goes right past you. But then you see he's pulling it back with that rope, right? Like he's got that rope, but he's pulling it back uh, to get the harpoon back to him so he could um, maybe launch it again next round, so to speak. And then top of the order is Zephyr. So Zephyr. Uh, cool. I'm going to uh, attack with my rapier. Um, and I believe I get sneak attack with that as well? Question mark? Uh, if uh, you get sneak attack, if you fulfill one of the conditions, so you must have advantage on a creature, okay. or you must have one of your allies adjacent to the creature as well. Uh, okay, I don't have either of those. I'm going to go for the one that... Okay, I guess I'm going to hop off of the wagon. Okay. Um, give, give me either an athletics or an, ac- or an acrobatics check. Let's for that plus six. <laughs> that's 12 um, and I'm going to go up to the one who tried to hit me and um, let's see yeah uh, we will roll let's see if I hit uh, it's probably that's a nat one so that's a no so that is a big fat no. So you walk up and you try and stab him and you hoard with, you like, you know, try and swing your, your, are you using the long sword or the rapier? Oh, the rapier. Yeah, so you try and like stab with the rapier and he moves out of the way and you kind of poke into the bridge next to you. We both miss. We both miss terribly. <laughs> uh, next would be Ederline's turn. So Ederline is going to, he's going to attempt to uh, guiding bolt. Um, he's going to go over to the side of the wagon and try and get the one that has Lysmo and pulling on him. So he will take a shot at him. He gets a 13, which is a hit. So he hits for 13 points of damage. Jeez. Always the quiet ones you have to look out for. Um, and so with, and with Guiding Bolt, uh, the next person to attack him will have advantage on their attack roll. Lysmo, it's your turn. Okay, I uh, I'm gonna rage. Okay. Right now at level one, is that an action? 
Should be a bonus action. No, it's a bonus action. I think it's. Okay. A, I think it's a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to hop down. On. Give me either an athletics or an acrobatics. Okay. Athletics, you'd have advantage since you're raging. Yes. This is true. So with athletics, I get an 18. So I'm like. Yep. Yeah, you hopped out easily. Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna attack that dude. Um, okay. With my great axe. Does a 12 hit? A 12 is a hit. A 12 is a hit. Okay, and then for damage, I do 9. You jump right down and slash into this thing for 9 points of damage. Um, <clears throat> the rope has gone limp, right? Because you still have the harpoon kind of stuck in you. Mm. Uh, so, you know, you kind of ran up to him, so the rope is definitely limp. He's not pulling you anymore. Uh, and you slash him and hit him with your axe as you are raging. Anything else that you want that, that you want to do? No, I think that's it. All right. Uh, first thing, I'm going to kind of shout out to Zephyr. I'm going to be like, "All right, I really need you to uh, do the stabby stab things because you know, not so good at that. We've got two in front of us. So if you could do that, Shut that would be great." And I'm going to give you Bardic Inspiration. Oh, I mean, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you can still tell me to shut up too. <laughs> <laughs> and then Aspen is going to pull her light crossbow up and she looks like she's never shot it in her life and she's going to try to shoot the one on the left side of the bridge how do you inspire her uh, I just begged her do to the kill stabby her. <laughs> the stabby stab do the stabby stabs that's just exactly my language you know uh, so I rolled a 9 which is not great <laughs> Nine, nine is a miss. So yeah, you see, so you fire the crossbow bolt and it zips right past them. Probably lands over here in like a tree or something uh, okay. over across the bridge. And then Aspen's going to kind of be like, oh shit. And then she's going to hunker down to try to get some cover behind the wagon. Yeah, so you think if you, think if you came back here to the back of the wagon, okay. you could probably get like, there'd, there'd be, you could get like half, half of cover back, back there. All right, so she's going to make her move back there. Yep. And you can kind of hop down. There's like a little bit of a, like the edge right right there, and you can kind of hide down behind it and get, again, get some cover. Okay. Okay, their turn again. All right, so that's the third. So the one that's on you, actually. He, he moves a little closer. It's like there. Um, and he's going to try and throw a harpoon at you again, but you do have plus two to your armor class. Okay. And I'm assuming a 10 does not hit. It does not. So he throws that and he misses, and again he's he's reeling it back in after he throws it. Uh, the next one, which is on, uh, why am I blanking? Thank you, Zephyr. I can't get Zephyr's name straight for some reason. It's like keeps, like, keeps leaving my head. I'm not sure why. Um, so the the one that was on you, he kind of uh, he's gonna he tries to bite you, and also stab you with his harpoon. So the bite, the bite is a miss. The harpoon, a 13. Uh, it's right on. So he does. He manages to get you with the harpoon, just barely. Gets you with the harpoon, and he hits you for three points of damage. Um, Zephyr makes a uh, rude hand gesture. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. 
And then the last one, which has Lysimo pulled down, well, Lysimo down in front of him, not pulled down in front of him. He's going to attempt to uh, claw and bite Lysimo because his, well, you know what? No, he's going to bite Lysimo and then he's going to pull the harpoon back out. Ow. Mm-hmm. So the bite, Lysimo does a 19 hit. Yeah. Gets you for a whole three points of damage. I'm rolling great today. So he, he like, kind of pulls, he's holding on to the harpoon now that's stuck in your body, and he kind of, like, bites into your shoulder, and now he's going to try and pull the har- the harpoon back, back out. If you're doing anything with the bloodied mechanic, I am officially bloodied now. Bloodied? Okay, yes, we are. I'll explain that in a second. Did you half oh. that damage since you were raging? Oh! Yes. Yeah, well, I'd still be bloodied. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'd take two, um, right, instead of... Yeah. Do we round up right, or correct. round down? No, you round in your favor. Okay, so just one then? Take one. Take one. Um, so, okay. So, uh, yeah, no. So then he tries to pull the harpoon out, and he does not manage to pull pull it out. So nothing nothing extra there. Um, yeah, so that's a good thing to mention, you know, for people that are listening and stuff, too. We do have a few house rules that, that, that we're using. Uh, and one of them is I'm bringing back from 4th edition the bloodied condition because I loved it. Um, so some things, for instance, that uh, can be done if any creature has some sort of a, uh, a blood frenzy ability or something, they get to like charge it if they're bloodied uh, or against a bloodied target or something along those lines. Bar- barbarians will get a chance to immediately jump into a rage as a free action or as a as a reaction on not on their turn when they're when they're bloodied. Um, so some various things like that. Uh, we're kind of checking it out and see how the bloody condition works in this. Um, oh, it's actually, that is one thing. Uh, uh, with the first time you are bloodied in an encounter, uh, you do get to recover the use of one of your abilities that recharge on a short rest. Hmm. So if you have something that you've used on a short rest, you get one of your uses back. Okay. Just the first time. Okay. Okay, and that brings us back to the top of the order with Zephyr. Okay, well, we're going to try this rapier thing again. Uh, for the same one that I'm still running. Uh, so, <laughs> that's a, a nine doesn't hit, but I'm sure with the bard it did, right? So let's... D6, right? Yes. Yep. Nope, maybe not. Uh, oh, no. 11? 11 is not a hit. <sighs> It seems to hit him, but it like he's got like that shark skin kind of thing, so it kind of just you know scratches along the shark skin, but doesn't actually manage to do any damage to him. I seem strangely familiar with shark skin. That's all I got. Anything else? Eddie? <laughs> Nothing else. Uh uh-uh. uh Okay. Um, Ederline. Ederline's gonna try and make a athletics roll. It's a nine, 19, he does okay. He hops down here, and he's going to attempt to heal his friend. So, um, Lysmo, he heals you for 11 points. Wow. Oh, dang. Heatherline MVP here. <laughs> mm-hmm. You see him, he reaches onto his, onto his chest, and he holds out his holy symbol, uh, and, he, and he starts waving his hands and saying some words, and a, and a radiant light bathes over your, your body, and your wounds just stitch right up. 
Out of curiosity, do we know which god he follows? Give me a religion check. Waiting for somebody to ask that question. Mid-combat religion check. (laughs) (laughs) 22. What do we know about... He uh he worships Zinkeef. Oh, okay. Like from Street so Fighter. Zinkeef is yeah. No. <laughs> is the uh the goddess of chaos. You can get behind that. Chaos god, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Lysimo, your turn. Like feeling the uh holy power of the goddess of chaos. I'm gonna like scream yes queen and like <laughs> raise my <laughs> my axe above my head and try to hit him again uh go for it 18 hits 18's a hit six damage hey he is now bloodied Ooh. and i think he does have an ability that no he does not it's an ability against you being bloodied actually okay uh anything else out of Lysmo? Uh, I think that's going to do it for my turn. Okay. Aspen. Uh, Aspen will take a quick like, peek around the corner here of the, the wagon and try to shoot at this gentleman again. Okay. Probably not with good results, okay. but nope, that's a, that's a seven. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a... So she tries Seven is yet another miss. She misses again. I feel your pain. She quickly is going to duck back into the wagon where she's got cover. (laughs) And she's going to shout out uh, to Zephyr again and be like, are the stabby stabs going okay up there? And she's going to give you inspiration Um, again. (laughs) Not particularly. The shouting isn't helping, but thanks for the bardic. (laughs) So don't don't forget, too, that one of our other... um, one of our other uh, house rules is your arrows, so keep track of yes. your arrows and bolts. I um, guess uh, you do have a chance to recover them after each battle. So. Hopefully. And <laughs> uh, that would be it for you. So now it's their turn. So the same one, actually, you know, he's had he's had enough of this. He makes an athletics check. He's he can't seem to throw the harpoon anywhere. Oh, that's fantastic. So he uh, he goes to come over here and jump up onto the wagon. Oh, no. He misses, oh, no. rolling a natural one on his on his athletics <gasps> check, and kind of gets himself wedged between the wagon and the uh, and the uh, bridge, and loses the rest of his turn. Nice, nice. With this great natural one I just rolled, that's awesome. <laughs> the one in front of uh, Zephyr's going going to attack. Uh, same thing is going to bite and uh, stab with the harpoon. A seven. Yes. And a twenty-two. What the fuck? Well, I mean, crap. yeah, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Hits with the harpoon. Hits with the harpoon for five points of damage. Uh, yikes! I believe I am bloodied. But I don't think that does much for me. Cause I don't, I don't have hellish rebuke. Uh, Things get a bloody thing, don't they? You don't have hell, hellish rebuke. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the last Sahagwin, who is bloodied. Who is going to attack? Uh, this time, let's give it a roll. See, odd he'll attack Ederline instead of 
Nope, even. He wants the little... He wants the gnome. <laughs> so yeah. He's going to bite and attempt to pull the harpoon out. And he misses with the bite, hideously, but he does manage to pull the harpoon back out. Ooh, so he pulls the harpoon out. What's that? The biting just doesn't seem to be working. Yeah, <laughs> biting just does not seem to be working. Um, he does, however, pull the harpoon out for seven points of damage. Be like, no, that's mine. You gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the top of with Zephyr. Uh, okay. Um, uh, 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 what, what is your name? Aspen? Yes. You gave each of us a healing potion, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to use my action to use that. Okay. Uh, okay. So, hey, here's something that I wanted to do that I prob- probably should have mentioned too. Let's let's talk about that quick. I would like to do healing healing potions. I didn't think about t- saying this beforehand, but um, if you take an action to to drink the healing potion, you get uh, like a like a maximized roll, or you can drink a healing potion as a bonus action and roll dice normally. So if it's an action for just a regular healing potion, it would be an automatic 10. And then if it's a bonus right. action, it would be a roll. Okay. Roll, right. So it's more like you're with, with the bonus action, you just kind of swig in it as fast, as fast as you can. You're spilling some of it out and that, that, that sort of thing. But if you want to take a full action, you can take, the, take, your, take your action to drink it, the whole potion, and actually get the hit points for it. I'm done for that. Um, I will use it as a bonus action so that I can still try the stabby stab things. <laughs> Yeah. You guys like like that idea though yeah. for Yeah, I'm here portions? for it. Okay. Uh I got eight back. Okay. Which actually just puts Fantastic. me back at full health. Put you back at the full. Nice. Yeah, you're back at the full. Um and gives me the opportunity to uh once again well you know what? My rapier just does not seem to be doing it. Well, no, we're gonna use the rapier. <laughs> um yeah. and uh that's a seven, so let me try to use this bardic. That makes it a twelve. Twelve is a hit. Yay! Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then we roll for the damage. Uh, eight damage. Oh, I'm sorry, ten damage. Very nice. Bam! You stabbing him. He's bloody now too. Ah. More rude hand gestures. <laughs> I'm sure I said something like curse wordy. I can't think of anything right now. Maybe just a quick fuck you. You've got to learn how to swear like a sailor. <laughs> Probably something like it, like in abyssal or something that nobody else understands. Yeah, uh, I have it infernal, but not abyssal. Infernal, yeah. infernal. That's what it's getting. Um, okay, that was a good stab. He does not. He does not look good. He is bloody and not very unhappy about it. Ha, that's what you get. Um, Ederline's turn. Ederline will just. Swing his mace at the Sahagwin, getting a three, rolling a natural one. Uh, he missed. Oh no! <laughs> That's his first miss. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Lice, Lysmo. And he's going to attack again. Fifteen's a hit. Damage. Oh, fifteen. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Very nice. Can I use my bonus action to pick up the harpoon that he <laughs> sure. took back Ab- from me? Absolutely. You were a new toy. <laughs> Told you this was mine. <laughs> you're you're probably not proficient with it, but you could you could start practicing with it if you wanted to. 
Okay. Anything else out of, out of view? Uh, then I'm going to. Oh no, I can't. Or no, I can still move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll get right there. Okay. Give me um. Give me an athletics check. And then I'd have advantage on this because I'm still raging, right? Yes. Correct. Nineteen. Okay. Nice. So you do manage to hop in the water, but now the water is going to be double movement for for you. Oh, okay. Because it is over here, so it'd be like ten. What's your movement? Uh, 25. Yeah, so you get to about right there. Okay. Because it's a, this is, it was up to like their chest, but for you. Your doggy paddling. That's like over your head. Uh. (laughs) Zephyr turns around and says, do not throw that (laughs) when you're that far away. (laughs) While you're swimming, do not throw that. (laughs) I just feel like he would try anyway. (laughs) Probably smart to say that. <laughs> um, Aspen, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, she is going to pop out again and take aim at this guy. He is pinned, right? Yeah, well, he's not pinned, pinned, but he's, he's you, you can have advantage Yay, against him because he's stuck between the two. Okay. Until, until it's his turn. All right, so also in Infernal, she will say, these motherfuckers need to die. And only <laughs> Zephyr understands what she just said. Zephyr <laughs> is so excited that <laughs> you said motherfuckers. I know. <laughs> so I rolled a natural one, but I also rolled a 10, which plus two is 12. So you take, oh, take the 10, yeah. 12 Yay, is it. Yay, so thank God for that advantage. Oh, yeah. Okay, and that's a D8 plus nothing because I am terrible. <laughs> Oh, I rolled an eight, though. Hey! Oh, there yeah. you go. Eight damage. Okay, and then I'm going to immediately Bang. duck back in the wagon. <laughs> Smart move. Well, uh, he's gonna he's gonna scramble uh-huh. out of here and get over to the back of the wagon, and he's going to attempt to to stab you and bite you. Uh, I think he's going to hit Aspen. He hits uh, nineteen. Oh yeah, that hits. That's, that's one hit. That that was the bite. That was the bite this time. The bite actually hit. Oh, it wow. worked. Surprise. Uh, hits you for six points of damage. I am bloodied. So you'll know that now that you're bloodied uh, and standing in front of him, his eyes go wide, like he sees you. Uh, the blood start pouring out. He's almost like foaming at I the look mouth. I tasty to the shark man. <laughs> mm, you look very tasty to the shark man. Um, the other one who is bloodied is going to attempt to get Zephyr. Same thing. He's gonna he's gonna harpoon and bite. He's terrible. A six and an eight. <laughs> I don't want neither one of those hit. The other one is dead. So back to Zephyr. It is your 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 turn. All right. Uh, let's hit him with the rapier again. Oh, 13. Thirteen's nice. it. That is uh five damage. That is enough to kill him. Oh, wait, no, 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 that's not five. It's four damage. Yeah, that's nice. Any else that you, that you want to do? Um, With a kill, I'm just going to let out, like, like a warrior, like, shouts. And then um, I guess I will turn around and head back this way. And I'll jump up here and I will roll acrobatics for that. Yeah, I think that works. Um, that's a 24. Oh, yeah. 
Yep, you easily kind of flip up up, up on top of the wagon. Um, that's, yeah, I'll stay there for now. Okay. Edder Lion goes. He's going to surround the bridge. Um, and he's going to, again, swing at... Oh! He gets a natural 20. Beautiful. Edder Lion MVP, I'm telling you. <laughs> Apparently. So, uh, for those who are listening, one uh, house rule that we do have is um, a natural 20 is max damage plus damage. So he does, uh, he maximizes his die six and then rolls his die six. So he does eight points of damage. Very nice. And now that Sahagwin is bloodied. And Lysmo, it's your turn. So you said I wouldn't be proficient with the harpoon, but isn't it a simple weapon? It's just a spear um, with a barb on it. Yeah, but it's weighted differently. Oh, okay. Um, we already have it. In, is it already on the weapon list at all? Um, I googled it, and it shows up as a homebrew weapon, and it's just classified in there as simple melee. I think it'd be more like a martial melee myself. Okay, you're the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. go with a martial melee. Um. Oh, so there's just the one left. There is just just the one left. Um, I'm kind of screwed here. Like just swimming in the <laughs> doggy paddle to shore. I guess I'll swim back. Doggy paddle to shore. That was 15 feet that you used. Yeah. Um. And then can I hop up on this ledge? Let me see. Give me an 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 athletics check. Let's see if you can. Okay. Still raging, technically. Absolutely. 21. 21. Like backflip oh, yeah. up onto it. Oh yeah, you jump right up on there. <laughs> and then. Um, 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 um. That'll be ten. We'll say you got up there. You got up to there with twenty foot of movement. We'll say up to the top of the wagon. Can I throw one of my hand axes at it? Absolutely. Uh huh. Give me an attack roll. Twelve hit. Twelve is a hit. Seven damage. Okay, so you you pull the axe off your side and whip it through the air. Stabs right. Stabs right into it. You do. It does not. You do hear from the from the one behind you, though. You hear Razi go, "Good shot." Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How are our friends faring? Oh, they seem to be doing very well, actually. Then uh, that concludes my turn, I guess. Next up is Aspen. Aspen takes one look at this creature in front of her that is literally salivating at the sight of her blood, and she says, "Absolutely not!" And she face steps. 30 feet away (laughs) (laughs) next to the horse and she like just appears out of uh thin air she's like you you guys have this right you you've got you guys have this and she's gonna go ahead and give uh bardic inspiration to uh zephyr again (laughs) i honestly thought you were gonna say to the horse (laughs) honestly That thing's been pulled on a heavy, heavy load. <laughs> We're just gonna run. Lysmo's gonna be like, does anybody else notice how aroused that thing is right now? Like, that's that's weird. That's why I left. It's creepy, right? <laughs> uh, it's gonna turn and it's gonna attack Ederline. Oh, it hits Ederline oh. twice. Oof. Hello, friend. It's Ederline for 11 points of damage. 
Is he okay? Which is ex exactly enough to no! drop him to zero. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! But you can heal, right, uh, Aspen? Well, I've got two health potions, so we got him. Okay. Uh, and he just kind of laughs. The Sahagwin is very excited about that. Don't let him eat him. He's our friend. Zephyr, your your turn. Uh, I'm gonna well, jump over here and I will roll acrobatics. Okay. And that's a nine. Uh, you're that's that's that, that's that's mm -hmm. enough to land safely. It, it will cost you the full movement though to get there. That is fine. So. Uh, because I'm right next to it anyway. And then we'll try a little stabby stab. Oh yeah, that's a hit. Twenty-four to hit. Oh yeah, that, that's a hit. Eleven damage. Oh yeah, that's that is enough to kill him. Woo! Boop, 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 boop. Two kills. Very nice. Which is funny because I was down to two point eight points earlier. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I had three, and I thought that was bad. At about the same time that 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 happens, uh, you guys notice that the other parties are also mopping up their last little bits. I will run over to uh, Ederline and pour one of our uh, health potions down his throat. Um, one of the people from the back actually tells you not to waste your potion. Oh, okay. They will come over and heal him. Yay! Okay. That's good, though. That's that's what we said to do. You're, you're following the plan. I like that. I, like I was. That. I followed the plan. Oh, and here. And she'll hand uh, uh, Lysmo another health potion. You used yours, right? Here. Here's the spare. I, I never I never did shit. I used it. Oh, no. I Zephyr used it. That's all you handed to Zephyr. Thanks. So, yeah, Dresh, Dresh actually comes over the centaur. And she has like a bandolier of little bottles and stuff around her torso, and she pulls off one and she dumps it into his mouth. I need one of those bandoliers. That's very cool. It would go with your aesthetic. It, right? It really would. Okay, good job on that first first little little battle there. You guys handled it well. We survived. Violence is the answer. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sometimes the question. <laughs> Sometimes the question. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, well, if everybody's chill, if everybody's okay, then I guess we can just keep going. Uh, or... Can we search the dead yeah. bodies for things? <laughs> that was also part of the plan. <laughs> the king said that we could. Yes. Uh, so let's see, there are three of you. Each of you roll me four die six. Ooh. Uh, totals, that's beautiful. 17? 17 for me as well. Okay. 11. Okay. So you find 17, 17, and 11 silver pieces. Nice. Beautiful. On the ones that were near, near you. Um, you also find uh, in one of the, one of the, Three of them that were attacking you guys had like a little bag, like like a little satchel, uh, and in the satchel you find a um, small U pair of dice with a fire opal in it. Uh, like the one on each die has like a little tiny fire opal. Interesting. 
um, an iron jug, very nicely made, uh, a glass figurine of a snake missing its head, and a fur scarf. Okay. And each of those is an art object worth 25 gold pieces each. Okay, can I have the dice, I guess? Sure. Well, I'm, I'm fine with you having that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I mean, I don't know. It sounds like a piratey thing. It's got a fire opal in it. I mean, it's kind of like meant for you, right? Right, yes. Plus, you can always gamble with it. Huh. I don't know if she's much of a gambler. We'll see. And then one of the other ones has a little satchel on him. It looks like they were probably like raiding like adventurers, you know, or caravans coming through or something. Um, uh, the other one, the third one has uh, two potions and a glass ball in a bag. Like an orb or something? Yeah, something orbish looking, yeah. Can I just, can I have one of the satchels? Yeah. Sure. Uh, can I take a look at the potions and try to figure out if maybe they are also health potions or what kind of potions they may be? So one of them looks a lot like your healing potions. Okay. And the other one, uh, as you're as you're traveling and resting and stuff, you can figure out what everything else is. Um, the other potion is a potion of climbing. Uh, and the glass ball. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, did I do I know what did, I pocketed a couple of potions when we were? Uh, oh, that's right. You at stole the them. Store earlier. What? Do, oh yeah. Do I know what they are? Uh, you can you could have figured it out by now. They are um, potions of protection from poison. Ooh. Okay. And did we figure out what the glass orb is, or is it... Yes, and you find that the glass orb is a drift globe. Oh, okay. Um, I will kind of look at everyone. Does anyone have any trouble seeing in the dark? And kind of hold up. Oh the, no, the, Tommy. the orb. Or I have dark vision. I do too. Does anyone want a glowing orb? Would it help further than dark vision? Or maybe give you color insight or something? Yeah. I think it, then I think any of us could use so it. So what it does is it allows you to cast um, speak its command word and cast either the light or the daylight spell. Well, I think that would work for any of us. And it will hover and like uh, follow you around. Mm-hmm. Alright guys, I'm like super afraid of vampires, so I would really like to have that as a nightlight. Unfortunately, I don't think the daylight spell actually does solar damage, but maybe this will make you feel better at least. Yeah, keep telling yourself that lady. (laughs) 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 Alright, who would like this potion of climbing? I already have um, pittens and rope, so it may be helpful, more helpful to someone else. Because my athletics and dexterity suck, but I'm also probably never going to be the first one climbing. And also, depending on how high we're climbing, I could just face step up there. So... I have good athletics and acrobatics, so... Does Lysma want to take this, then? Uh... Or we could just hold on to it for whatever situation comes up. Yeah, I mean, I probably have the highest... Like, I can be the pack mule 
for that kind okay. of stuff. Um, yeah, because I have. I'll put in the session notes um, all of the the stuff that we find, so that we can kind of have a running inventory. <laughs> okay, so after we kind of divvy up whatever we found off of the bodies, um, Aspen would kind of go up to the Duke and be like, "So, did anyone die?" No, no, you guys, and you have, you all proved yourself well up there. You were able to uh, fend those vile beasts off. What did I tell you? We're the best adventurers currently in the country. <laughs> uh, very <laughs> trustworthy, very skilled. Yes, it does appear that you are very skilled. I'm, I'm very happy to have you with us. Yes, and... Hopefully we don't need any more protection like that on our trip, but if we do have it, it's good to know that yes. you are here. I enjoy a good fight. And just to double check, uh, Duke Roderick, um, we do get paid double for today because we had combat, correct? Hmm. Correct. Fantastic. And she just kind of bounces off. Oh, yeah. How many days have we been doing this? Three? Uh, we're 10 days in, so we've earned 50 gold, but today we would have earned double, so it would have been 55 gold. And uh, just to double check uh, your dukeship, sir, uh, you're not capable of knighting me, right? <laughs> uh, correct, I'm not. That would be something the king. You'd, just, you'd have to discuss that with King Ali. Well, I'm sure you'll put this in your report. Turns into the walks out. Just all of the audacity. You really do. <laughs> While you're on a, a high, you should uh, go flirt with your <laughs> your ex. Are we yes. <laughs> hey, hey, beautiful, what's up? Uh, you, the axe didn't bounce. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what I'm doing wrong here. Oh, who's keeping the iron jug? Yeah, the iron jug, the glass figurine, and the first scarf. Um, Aspen is probably. I, I was going to say you should keep the first. Scarf. Yeah, she'll she'll take that one. Cause she's she's not gonna lift the uh, the iron jug that often. I'll throw the iron jug in my inventory, okay. <laughs> and then we'll just put the glass figurine. Um, we'll give it to Adderline, and then can I investigate the iron jug? Because that's weird. Like, see if there's anything weird about it. Yeah, yeah, sure, of course. Nat twenty. Ooh. It's a jug. It's, a jug. it's very well made. It, it is in fact a jug. It's, it's a jug. <laughs> very well made jug, you know. It, it is in fact a jug. I mean, yes, it is a very nicely made. Um, it's got some uh, like uh, vines going up out of the bottom, like up, up around the bottom of it that have been you know carved into the iron, uh, and it's just a very well made jug. Okay, not like a blue or orange alchemy jug. No, no, no. Perhaps you can learn to play it and then you could make music with our halfling friends. <gasps> yeah, I have hand drums. <laughs> Why? I could blow on the jug and play the hand drums. Why? 
I, I do know how to play the flutes and the lutes, and I could teach you. Maybe the jug is similar. Sure, we we could do that. Come on, we'll get you in on the like the saw. You know, you can do the bendy the wow 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 thing. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe oh, we should hey, focus but it on getting could work. knighted first, and then we can focus on the bait. Knighted, yes. And then we can be the, the Knights of Dinklecog, could be the band name. We'll workshop it. Certainly not going to be Joey. <laughs> you don't want to be Dinklecogian? <laughs> I really don't. Strangely enough, it does not sound appealing to me. The Dinklecogs are a proud clan, okay? Sure. <laughs> you can be proud and still be <laughs> a proud clan of, of gnomes, correct? It, th that would be correct, yes. Uh, obviously, and, I'm a gnome. And maybe one troll. And no Whoa. one else in your family has the green skin. Like I, I'm sorry. No. Nope. Okay. Never mind. I'll just I'll drop it. Can I do an yes. investigation? <laughs> <laughs> can I do? <laughs> <laughs> <Or> insight. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Go ahead. Um, Lysmo, give me a give me a deception roll, and the other two of you give me uh, insight rolls. Oh, I rolled really well. 22. I got a, I got a 16. <laughs> I got a 13. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, Aspen, you definitely think something's off with him. Like, he keeps saying that he's a, that he's a gnome, but you've never seen a gnome that has, like, his features are slightly something slightly off about it. The green skin is the throw off. Like, why would he have green skin if he's a gnome? Like, you've never seen a gnome with green skin. I'm also like six to eight inches taller than a gnome. Uh. Yeah, it's also a little taller than what gnomes normally are. So you definitely think there's something odd with this one. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it has piqued okay. your interest. I so keep that in mind. yeah, it may be a discussion you may want to have with mm -hmm. him at a later time. So you guys do manage to continue on. You guys get the, you know, all the wagons going again. Of course, again, your your wagon is the slow one to get started. And you do notice, too, that as you've been traveling over these days, your wagon is the slowest. And so everybody's kind of keeping pace with you. Like, the one, the, for the wagon in front, every once in a while, will get a little further away than it should be. And they'll, you know, like the guy on the back, like, hey, slow it down, slow it down. And they'll slow back down a little, little, little bit. You'll notice... Those of you who are like on the back of the wagon, the wagons behind you tend to get closer at times, and then they kind of slow down and let you kind of get a little further away from them, so you're not right on top top of each other. Um, uh, after a fight like that, Zephyr is just super relaxed. It's just really what <laughs> keeps her ticking. It's a good day. She had a good time. <laughs> so the next um, couple days are going to go by fine. Um, anybody uh, trying to do anything in particular, interact with any of the other NPCs over the next couple of days? You guys all obviously get like your rest, right? You get a, sh you get a long, a long, long rest. You can do that on your character sheet. Aspen, for the most part, would just kind of bounce from person to person and pry into what their life has been like and places that they've gone and just try to learn as many stories from this very, uh, uh, varied group of individuals um and then she would try to find the food stores and see if they have any apples and try to sneak them to buttercup when no one is looking 
um, not really, not really a problem. And they do. They have, uh, they actually have um, some food set aside for the horses specifically. Like they have some apples, some carrots. I, I, I still sneak anyway because she's pulled the heaviest wagon and she's our horse, so she gets extra special treatments. <laughs> I think it, Zephyr will just continue to people watch and see if she can get any sort of like information out of, I don't know, about, not out of, but about the people that we're traveling with. You will notice whoever, um, like maybe you know, Aspen or something, uh, talks to Jeresh at, Jeresh at one point in time, the female centaur. Um, and, you know, you have a little conversation with her and she mentions how she became a blacksmith, um, but she, you know, her originally used to just kind of run free in the wilderness, but then, you know, she ran into this blacksmith and met the, she'd thrown a shoe uh, and and went to a blacksmith and she got very fascinated by the blacksmith and what he was doing. So she learned that she became good at blacksmithing. He actually, like, apprenticed her and uh, and she learned to be a black blacksmith. So now she can not only make her own shoes, but she can, uh, can she teach you know, me? make shoes, make other things. She probably could teach you to be a blacksmith. Um, Aspen, give me a perception check. Okay. And actually, um, Zephyr, if you are kind of watch people watching and you see Aspen talking to Jeresh, you can give me a perception check as well. 18. 14. Okay. Um, so Zephyr, what you'll see is at one point you see um, Aspen talking to Jeresh and Jeresh like lifts up her foot. Um, Aspen, you actually are part of the conversation. So um, Jeresh tells you how uh, there's this uh, material uh, that, that can be found in nature, but it is, it is a magical glass. It's called Kralin. And uh, it's K-R-A-E-L-I-N. And she has found that she's actually quite adept at molding Kralin. And she lifts up one of her feet and her shoe is made out of this magical glass. What exactly does it do? What, what benefits? Her current set of shoes it is very tough to break. That's fascinating. Hmm. Would you say stronger than iron? Yes. Zephyr's going to look out for some of that stuff for now, and I'm not really sure where she's supposed to look, but she's going to look out. How expensive would something like that be? Like if we were to make a weapon out of it or or some armor. Uh, she also tells you that um, it's good for, uh, it's like immune to acid. And it's good for, um, it, it does, uh, it's very powerful against creatures from another plane. What other plane? Well, perchance. Me? Perchance? The Feywild? So with that, that's, you can give me another perception check, uh, Zephyr. Okay. Oh, dang, that was almost a 20. That's seven. So you heard something about another plane, but you don't know what she was saying. And then and then she, she tells you, Aspen, that um, usually if you can find it, uh, the Kralin is at least four or five times more expensive than a, norm, than a normal item. Oh, wow, that is very expensive. Uh, but it seems like it's worth it. It's got lots of benefits, and you—you you truly must be a master craftswoman to be able to do all of this. I've become quite adept. I've had put lots of practice into it, and um, I really enjoy working with it. It's a—it's a whole different way of working the materials. 
So if we were to ever come across any of this, we could bring it to you and you could maybe make us something with it? I probably could, yes. <gasps> Fantastic. And if you seem interested, she will blather on about, about smithing for hours with you. She'll just continue to... I'll take notes. I will listen all day. <laughs> At some point during the next few days of travel as well, um, Grulay the Furbog actually will... Um, We'll go over to Zephyr at one point in time, and uh, I uh, I see you got some dice. Yeah. You interested in some game of chance? What's the wager? What would you like to wager? I got a few silver off of those beasts uh, back there. That's a, couple, a few silver. I can get that, but three... Okay, so give me a give me a sleight of hand check. Uh, that's an eighteen. <clears throat> so over the next like hour, so this is like one night when you guys are camping and stuff. Um, Grulay will come over and he's like you know, tries to get you to gamble with him, and you and you the two the two of you gamble a little bit. Uh, give me a die six roll. Five. You managed to, by the end of the evening, be up five silver pieces. Yes. Nice. I'm going to say that, like, I'm a little bit of a hustler in that, you know, I pretend like I'm not really that great at at it, and that's why. I... Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and you do notice with with, with, with him, too, that like, there's a couple times you had him down to, like, you know, his last coin, and he'd get on a streak. And he'd start winning a little, little bit, and then he would lose some more, and then he would win a little bit. So he seems to be adept at gambling. He's, it's not his first time gambling. It makes me very suspicious. But I'm pretty suspicious of everybody. After she's done gambling with him and, like, goes to lay down for the evening, I'll kind of go over towards her. If you ever decide you want to play a little bit of dice again, um, maybe... I could assist in making it a little bit more in your favor. I like um, the way you think. I have a spell and I can kind of put like, you know, a little mark or something on a surface. And so I could change the dice to have whatever number of dots you You know, you make. put on this facade as like a very nice and like well-behaved person. Oh, I am very you. nice. You, you're surprising. I am very nice. But yeah, I am you also are very nice, but Bay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll just, do that next time just around. Throwing that out there. Yeah. Also, the more <laughs> money you get, the better weapons you can buy, and the least likely I am to die. So you know, it's a win-win. Hey, that's a pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. All right, that's a deal. Um, and both of you can give me a perception check. Having to perceive a lot of things other than this is not good. Uh, eight. <laughs> Nineteen. Okay. Um, yeah, no, you guys were just chat, chatting away, uh, and everything is fine. That's ominous, but I'll accept. <laughs> a little something you might have seen, but you didn't see it, so that, that, that's, a, that, that's okay. I thought you, she, you rolled a 19? I did. Oh, but you still didn't maybe see Maybe it was higher than that. Huh. Interesting. Maybe. They could have been extra, extra sneaky. Hmm. 
Okay. Okay, and uh, so, you know, and over the next few days, too, you guys will have the chance to, uh, you know, like, um, Lysmo, you can practice with, with, with Roxley, Rosley throwing the axes um, and trying to bounce them back to you uh, and that sort of thing. I'm going to mess around with the, the uh, not the javelin, the, the harpoon a little bit, too. Okay. Is your, you practice, like, when you guys stop for lunch and stuff, you can practice, like, throwing out a tree or something, you know, and yeah. sticking this thing into the tree and that, and that's, that, and that sort of thing. And I'll be like tinkering with stuff all the time, like when we're at camp, pretending to build something cool. Oh, so you're an artificer, right? <laughs> uh, He's from my, a family uh, of artificers. My, I'm from a family oh, right. of artificers. <laughs> <laughs> right, but you're not actually an artificer. That's no, right. no. I do have the tinker tools, but um, I keep what I'm working on hidden. And I've been working on it the entire trip. Okay. Well, you know what? You can you can actually give me a you can actually give me a perception check. Me? Yeah. Fourteen. Okay. You're quite sure that um, Jeresh is an artificer. Oh. You've seen your you've seen your fair share, and there's artificers in your family. Um, and just by the way Jeresh talks, and you know, Jeresh is always kind of. Like every time you stop, Jeresh is like tinkering with something. Like you know, gets the anvil out of the back of the wagon all all the time and is working on something. You're you're pretty sure Jeresh is probably an artificer. Can I, uh, uh, in our free time, like try to learn some smithing from her? Yeah. So how remember how we're gonna do things too? Um, is I mean, it probably won't happen on this part of the adventure going to the to to, to the town, but between like. Quote, quote, adventures, and for those people listening who, who don't know this yet, but we're going to roll uh, and have time pass. So unlike, you know, a lot of campaigns where, you know, a year goes by and your character goes from level 1 to 20, um, you guys are going to span more years than that. Um, so I do want to do some downtime activities with with you guys. You will have a chance to learn, like, new, new like, proficiencies, like smithing tools. You know, you'll be able to work with somebody and actually learn those kind of things and stuff. So. Or, like, be able to learn Infernal from my party members. Or be able to learn Infernal from, from, from <laughs> your teaching correct. you shit. I just want to know the bad I words. Teach, uh, I will oh, teach yeah. you <laughs> and, and make you think it's Infernal. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that I'm teaching you horrible bad things, and I'm going to, like, teach you light, fluffy stuff. <laughs> so you go say it like, being, like to somebody, and, but it's like... <laughs> yeah. Gosh, you're super so nice. Instead of saying, what a, you're such an asshole, he says, what a beautiful flower you have. <laughs> yes. Out of curiosity. Everyone just looks confused all the time. Yeah. Um, what is Spyro doing during most of this travel? Uh, he he does, he's pretty much just, he stays near the near the Duke at almost all, all to all times. Um Except for like when you're breaking down camp and stuff, and then he, you know, he's off doing things like getting things set up and all that kind of stuff. Did we notice him at all whenever we were fighting? If he was just using the the mace, or if he was he's using the flail? Flail, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, he was caving in some skulls with the flail. Okay. He seems quite adept with it. He seems to be a pretty good uh, warrior with that flail. Okay. All right. And so, um, after that last little bit, you know, about three days goes goes by. Um, so we are now, uh, you're now on the 25th day in the re- of the reign of the Pegasus. So you're coming close to the end, the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, after the Pegasus 
is the White Heart. And that's for Amira? Amira? Uh, Pegasus is for Amira. White Heart is for Thaline. Okay. So how things work, too, is um, each one of the animals for the month is actually linked to one of the gods. Um, so the Pegasus is Amira, and the White Heart is Thaline. And who was it that, uh, the Ederline? Uh, Zinkeef. Oh, Zinkeef. Zinkeef, yes. And that is the reign of the Wolverine, which you know is during the summer. You guys are in the spring now. Okay. Alright, so, um, you guys travel for those three days, then you come upon, can you, can you see the spot here? Oh, yeah. yeah. That? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you come to, like, this kind of wet, marshy area in the forest, um, and you're having some troubles getting the wagons through. Um, especially your wagon, which has yeah. lots of weight in it. We are we very light in the load a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're riding on it. We could all get out. <laughs> And try to walk for a little bit. So, yeah, so we'll try and do some series of skill checks here to see if we can't get the wagons moving. Okay. Um, so give me some ideas of things you guys might try and do to get the wagon, if it's stuck, to, to get the wagon moving again. Yeah, I'm just going to hop out and get behind it and be like, all right, guys, I got this. Ugh. And uh, start trying to like push it. Okay. If if that doesn't work, I have a spell that might work. Um, it could possibly damage the wagon. I don't know if we want to chance that. Fireball uh, it will not propel knock it. it away from me. <laughs> Thunderwave. Do you want to do like an athletics or just a straight strength roll or what? Uh, well, I, I, I want to see what, see what everybody's doing first. So you're, so you're going to push. Mm-hmm. Um, Aspen, what do you... I'll get out to make it lighter to see if he can, can push, and I'll go ahead and inspire him. Okay. Yeah, I'll get out while he's doing that. Um, with Thaumaturgy, you can, it says, uh, cause harmless tremors in the ground. Would that help us at all? <laughs> Um, sure. I'll let you, why not? We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. So you give me uh, uh, an, an arcana check, Zephyr. Um, Lysmo, you're going to give me an athletics check. With a d6. Aspen, you can, uh, you can actually, uh, you're giving, well, you're giving a die six to him. That's good for you. And, and Ederline will, he'll, he'll get out and push too. So he'll make an, an, an athletics check as well. Um, I rolled a 12 for Arcana. Okay. Nice one, got a 15. Well, I gotta add the plus 6 to it. Uh, oh. Uh, 2, so 17. Okay. So, yeah, so, um, you know, the guys are coming through, like, this little marshy area. The uh, the wagon does in fact get stuck. You guys kind of all hop out the back. The uh, the 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 gnome and the uh, and the dragonborn get out the back and start pushing on the wagon. Uh, Buttercup is doing her best to pull and pull and pull, and uh, uh, Zephyr you know can use the stomaturgy to kind of shake the ground a little bit, which does actually help to get the tire or the, the wheel unstuck a little little bit. And you guys manage to pull it out. Uh, and start heading on your way again. You're welcome. I've got a question. 
Yeah. When Ederline went down, did we notice anything about his appearance? You did not. Okay. As far as you were concerned, he's still a dragon lord. All right. Okay. Um, and you don't get far through this march. You can all, you all hop back on the wagon and stuff, uh, but you don't get far through the marsh um, when the wagon gets stuck again. This is tedious. And the, the other wagons are having some 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 troubles too. They're hopping out the back and pushing on the wagons uh, and that sort of thing. So they're all kind of having some problems as well, trying to get these through this one spot. Um, what's another thing you guys might do to? Can I intimidate the wagon? <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you piece of shit. <laughs> you might be able to intimidate Buttercup to get her to pull harder. Um, I was gonna inspire Buttercup. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. She's she's in control of a lot of other things that would uh, that would be bad if uh, if she didn't like me. Turn around and bite you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or poop um, on you. I'm just gonna roll. I'll do thaumaturg thaumaturgy again. Okay, so you're hopping out again, um, doing some thaumaturgy again. I'm gonna hop out and go up front, and that I was would a nat like twenty. Inspire. Ooh, nice. I'm and Ly- Lysimo, what, what what are you gonna do? The same. Um, I'm gonna hop out and uh, be like, "All right, guys. Uh, you know, I've got like you know 115 years worth of uh, engineering degree up here in the old noggin. Uh, we're gonna get a lever, a big stick, and we're gonna use it to kind of propel it to unstuck this stuckness." Okay. Okay, Lysman, you can give me a strength check with advantage, or an ath- or an athletics check with the- with advantage, whichever one. Twenty three. Nice. Hi. And then um, Aspen, give me a. You were you were trying to what? Trying to encourage Buttercup. I'm inspiring her. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> give me an animal oh. handling. Oh no. Okay. Oh oh okay nineteen. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, so I no, no, no problem. Just, I rolled real well. <laughs> this wagon's going along and it gets stuck again, and everybody just like you all, almost like a pit crew on like a NASCAR race or something, hop out the back, and within just a couple minutes, you guys have managed to get this thing pushed back out of this little bit of a rut that it's stuck in. Everybody was just everything worked perfectly, and yeah. you popped it right out. And the other people in the other wagons were like kind of shocked because they're still trying to get their wagons out. Um, and you obviously have the heavier wagon, so they expected for sure that uh, that your wagon was going to be the last one pulled out of this quagmire, so so to speak. Think again, Duke Roderick. Would you like some assistance? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I got to use a little bit of help, so you know. Um, you are doing a great <laughs> job, and I would like to inspire him. <laughs> okay, perfect. And then uh, you you go on a little bit further, uh, and again not too far because you're still this is all kind of this marshy area. Um, uh, you're going again. Your wagon gets stuck for a third time. Um, what is everybody going to do for this? just kind of pissed off at this point. Can we please figure out a better way to go about this trip? Honestly, this is infuriating um hmm 
I mean, I could just inspire more, but I'm running low on that. I don't necessarily want to damage the wagon. I think I'll just push this time. Uh, <laughs> I might not be assisting that. I'll try. That's and while you guys are getting out to push and everything, give mm-hmm. me perception checks. Ooh. Ten. Uh, Thirteen. And do I roll athletics for the pushing? Uh, in, a, in a moment. Yep, hang on. Eleven. Okay. How do I get to 21? Hey, nice. Uh, Aspen, what did, what did you get? Uh, I got a 10. Okay. So as you guys kind of get off again to try and push on the wagon um, and, uh, you know, get it unstuck, Ederline goes, that looks like something weird. What? And <laughs> as he says that, for initiative. <laughs> Coming up oh. out of the side of this water, these swampy areas. Motherfucker. There's actually an octopus. A couple of them. And some Sahagwan. It looks evil. They seem to be they seem to be uh being uh commanded by the Sahagwan. <sighs> they all kind of rise up they rise up out of this swampy water in some of the deeper spots of the water. I was joking when I said roll for initiative, you know. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> Do you want us to go ahead and roll, or is this going to end and we'll roll nope, next that's where that's where we'll end, and we'll roll next time. All right. <sighs> as Round some, two. As some octopi and sahagwin come Will I have bubbling up some out of the knowledge water. about octopi? Ooh, oh, that's a good question. Hmm. Do you have some knowledge, or do you have knowledge, you're saying? Do I have knowledge? I mean, you know, I've spent a check. really long time on boats, so... Uh, nope, on boats, yeah, yeah. So yeah, actually, give me a nature check and give me uh, uh, give me it with the advantage. Okay, that's great, because the first is a nat one. <laughs> no, that's good. I only go up from there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I guess you could technically stay the same Uh, 13. Well. <laughs> 13, yeah, I mean, you know, pretty much the standard what you what you might know from octopus. You know, they're, they're, cam- they're masters of camouflage. Um, they they can come out of the water for, sh- you know, short periods of time. Uh, they are primarily water breathers. Um, you know that cephalopods is- share the least amount of DNA with any other animal on the planet and are probably yeah. aliens. Huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. small places. That is the concerning, like... A fact. <laughs> um, you know, you know they have uh, they have uh, um, you know tentacles. They can they have a big beak underneath their where they can drag you in and bite you. Um, uh, it is a little bit weird that they're here in this fresh in this fresh water, not in salt water. Though. Yeah, and marshy still would be kind of uh, shallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that means, but they can. You know that they can flatten themselves out pretty, pretty, yeah, shallow is pretty, pretty, pretty good for them, actually. Hmm. Okay. And so that is where we will end our night with uh, an attack about to happen of some octopi and some sahagwin. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Until (laughs) next time. (laughs) Next time on Travelers. On what?
<laughs> Tabletops and travelers. <laughs> <laughs> Next time on Tabletops and Travelers. <laughs> How did we get through this whole thing and the only part, the only one in our party that I decided to roll inside on was the gnome. I feel like (laughs) there's more going on that I should be looking at, but I haven't been paying attention. Because the gnome's loud and obnoxious and dumb. (laughs) The gnome is taking up a lot of, like, energy. (laughs) He is. 